0: go ahead and stay in that Class 3A, 4A, 1A, 2A conversation Bringing our own Cole Young. And, Cole, we've got some great small school games this week. Of course, Mid-Buchanan and East Buchanan. We're going to talk with Coach Ritter here in a minute from East Buchanan. Uh, center and, and Odessa Center with a huge win over Harrisonville last week. That's a dangerous team as we go forward. And, of course, Odessa, after looking a little more human the last few weeks, go to Warrensburg and just hang it on them, 40 to nothing. Uh, that was a pretty big statement win for Odessa to kind of look like they maybe had righted the ship a little bit especially defensively offensively they've been still scoring points but defensively kind of got things you know pointed back in the right direction
1: yeah no i think yeah you know, 40 to nothing there's no there's no two ways about it that's a that's a team that that's that's finding itself and that's a team that ran the ball a lot i mean Blake Heitman had 227 yards against Warnsburg that's you know pretty impressive and then you figure they held Warnsburg to under 200 yards you know meanwhile you're looking at you're looking at center who i think They've had some they've had some good games this year. But my goodness, I watched part of that game against Harrisonville and they were just dominant. They were faster. They were bigger. They were stronger. I think centers a team all of a sudden in class three, you're starting to say, "Okay, are they the are they the are whoever comes out of this game is probably the prohibitive favorite in class three on the Kansas City side, I think.
0: Cole, when you look at the other side of the state in class three uh, coming out of the East side and the St. Louis area, what teams in coming from that side of the state are a threat to the teams from this side?
1: Yeah. So um, I think, you know, as you look at it, Blair Oaks is probably the one, I think you always have to consider being, being a a favorite there. Um, To me, it's not the year where it's always been kind of like St. Louis has been that powerhouse in class three. St. Mary's is really good. But I think, you know, one through, you know, looking at really Odessa and then you got Valley, who I think is who's, even for being a team that's playing up is really good. And then the kind of the sleeper for me is Boonville, who, you know, knocked <laughs> off Blair Oaks. That's you know, all, you know, all they do is knock off Blair Oaks. And then let's be real here. We're, we're ignoring St. Pius, who I think, you know, despite that loss to St. James, that's St. James is the best 0-14. The <laughs> there was no denying that.
0: No, I think I think three is going to be interesting, and I think that if, uh, the discussion I was having uh, with Dave Queedle, I think Blair Oaks and, and the Kansas City schools are on the same side this year. So oh, yeah. and and so St. Mary's may have a, an easier run uh, to get there, but they've still got Valley Catholic or Val Catholic, as it was once called on the TV um, <laughs> back in the day. Uh, no, I think they've got a chance to to yeah. to do a decent run there. Um, Pius and is Lutheran win- North over there. Yeah, and, and Cardinal Ritter, too, I think, um, is, a, is a pretty solid team, too. So, uh, you know, you look at the three, and, and it's still Odessa. I think Center, center may be a year early. That um, You know, they're, they're still junior. They only have, like, three seniors. So this could be a team you're talking about for next year. And they're always on that line for three and four, so that could always affect things, too. Um, jump down to Class 2, Maryville's starting to play well, and they get Lincoln
1: Prep this week. So that's really a, yeah. another good test for both those schools. No, I agree, and that's that's a game that – that's a that's a win-win for both schools. I mean, Lincoln Prep's getting to see a different style of play that hopefully can, you know, get them ready as they go into the playoffs. And then for Maryville, they're just trying to stack up as much good competition, and worst-case scenario, you lose to a team that's, that's two classes above you, you know, so you're still getting the points in districts and still, um, you know, kind of getting your business taken care of there. So I think that's a – that's probably a game of differing styles. Maryville, you know, has had, has really started out with that really tough stretch with Blair Oaks, Harrisonville, St. Pius in three out of four weeks. And now it's kind of backed off a little bit. So I think it, it'll be interesting to see if they've kind of righted the ship a little bit maybe um, from that kind of rough start. And we'll see exactly where that. Because last year, if I remember right, um, they they took, took it to Lincoln Prep a little bit.
0: You know what I think is always interesting about Maryville, it's amazing how year after year after year they have a stable of quality running backs. It's not just one or two guys. There's like four or five different guys every year at those running back positions. They're outstanding there.
1: Yeah, no, they just keep churning out 5'11", 180-pound you know, players because they're all they all look the same. It's not yeah. like they have these big bruising backs. It's fast smart guys who know coach you know they've been running Coach Webb's offense probably since they were third graders i don't know and you know so they know the plays they know the calls and it you know they're they're in business and that's that's what they have and i was talking to a guy um that runs the maryville paper who i've known forever and he his son plays for me he's like yeah you know we're feeling good about the jv team because it's basically you know I think Maryville thinks they're a year or two away from being really, really good again. Yeah,
0: and that's the team that was in the state championship game last year. So
1: <laughs> Right, and they're a team that's probably going to be the one seed in their districts and very well can make the state championship game this year.
0: Yeah, no no doubt. Uh, before we let you go, the, the mid-buck-east-buck game, um, really the, the top four of the KCI have been really close in their games. Um, Penny Penny played mid-buck close last week, and this is kind of a round-robin competition. We're going to look at the end and see who's, who's sitting in that. Uh, you take the record of those four, and I think that's probably the one uh, who probably is the one who's going to be the favorite penny goes to a different district but the favorite of those three mid buck east buck and, and west Clyde to get out of that district
1: yeah no it's i mean mid has got you know they've played one of the three right now they you know they they, they, they snuck past penny you know but i think this east buck mid buck game is probably what you're going to end up seeing as the as kind of the de facto kci championship and probably also they're playing to host that district championship game um now, all, all that being said, there's, there's still West Platt kind of hanging out here <laughs> a little bit who, you know, you win. It, it's really going to be interesting depending on, you know, district standings, and I haven't looked at them for that district, but it, it could come down to something really weird. You know, obviously head-to-head plays a factor in, in one game, but if, if Wes Platt can sneak up and beat one of those two, it really is going to make for a really interesting district, I think.
0: Yeah, I think so. It's it's fun in that group, and I think they're going to be a fun one. Well, Cole, it's going to be a great week of football again. Looking forward to chatting with you again next week. Yep, sounds good.